Good afternoon. I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Joining us today is Pierre Maestra, Editor-in-Chief of the American Physical Society. Pierre studies quantum theory, the fundamental theory of nature at the tiniest scales, and he'll be the speaker in our College of Science public lecture series next Monday evening. Pierre, give us an overview of the profound revolution that drives your work. This revolution is called quantum mechanics, and quantum mechanics has taught us that particles or light behave sometimes as particles, sometimes as waves, and it has changed the way we have to think about reality. And this is something that interests certainly physicists. And it sounds quite esoteric. It sounds like something that should interest about five people in the world. This understanding, this new understanding of quantum reality has led us to understand how electronics works, how lasers work, how the internet works. So this is actually a great story because it started with trying to understand light. And this is something which has kept people busy for centuries. So a great development was by Newton, no big surprise here. And he tried to understand diffraction and refraction and reflection of light. And he came to the conclusion that light was made out of a stream of particles. And it was great and he was happy, although it didn't quite work as well as he claimed he did, but anyway. And it was the story for a hundred years until a very interesting other character showed up. His name is Thomas Young, or was Thomas Young, and he was actually a medical doctor. And he was interested in the way the eye functions. And when you start to think about the eye, you also start to think about light, obviously. And he started to also make some experiments which actually convinced him that light was not made of particles, but it was made of waves. And this was not good because he said that Newton was wrong. So he got very heavily criticized for that. But eventually, facts actually won the day. And, and then it led to Maxwell's equations and the understanding that wave, light is electromagnetic waves. And it all worked really great, except there was one experiment which didn't work at all. To make the story even a bit more interesting, then there was a French prince. You, you need a prince in the story, right? You always have to, sometimes a princess, but now we have a prince. Uh, prince Louis de Broglie, who said, well, it's not just light which is made of particles and waves. It's any kind of matter. How do we put together those two I three ideas now? Well, so this is what led to this new realization of reality. Because if you take light and you can take or you take electrons, which is even simpler because we all think of electrons as particles, right? And you take a beam of electrons and you make them go through something which is screen, which has just two holes in it. And then you change the experiment that Young made, but you just take one electron at a time. And make, maybe to make it even more interesting, you do one electron every hour, or one electron every day. So you have these electrons going through these two holes, one at a time. So it should go through one hole or the or other. Or the other, hole. shouldn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> And so you do the experiment, and you have first electron which comes, and it hits the screen, and you will get a little dot on your screen. And then the next day, you send a second electron, and it makes another little dot. And then you repeat the experiment many, many days, and suddenly you get these beautiful interferences coming out. 
So that's really, really strange. So you can change the reality by looking at it. So how do we harness that in technology? Right. So, so now you understand that in order to understand a simple atom, you already have to understand that the electron behaves as a wave. You have to use this wave nature of the electrons to understand how they behave inside the crystal. And this is by, with this kind of understanding of the wave nature of this quantum theory of electrons and of atoms in crystals that you can understand what differentiates a semiconductor from an isolator. And semiconductors are very important because if you don't have semiconductors, you don't have transistors, you don't have integrated circuits, you don't have an iPhone. What would we do without our iPhones? We would be happy. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably true. Well, you're leaving us with a description of nature that really goes against our intuition. Absolutely. And and so I think we have to look forward to your talk on Monday night uh, to get more insight into this. It's a fascinating topic. Thank you very much, Pierre. Listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.